Story 32, Bobblehead, You Can Smack Me Around. I got a call the other day from two men, brothers Gilbert and Elliot Cotto. They were part of my Boy Scout troop in the Bronx back in the late 1950s and early 1960s. They would have been about 14 or 15 years old at the time, and I was 18. We didn't have any other adults leading the troop, so I became the scout leader at just 18. They decided to call me to let me know their mother had recently died at age 95, and she apparently had my bobblehead in her bed when she passed. Yes, there was a Father Joe bobblehead made some years ago that was given to donors as a fundraising incentive for our yearly Thanksgiving Day 5K run. Around Mrs. Cotto's room, there were photos from when I gave Gilbert and Elliot their Eagle Scout Awards in 1960, pictures of me with their whole family. She had appreciated the impact scouting had on her sons, those moments captured in pictures, and apparently the Father Joe bobblehead were some of her life treasures. Her sons were also two of the boys from my troop back then in the Bronx who I had selected to meet astronaut John Glenn. I had become known among the scouting council for having one of the biggest troops in the region. My scouts were from all walks of life and were achieving a lot of badges and awards. So whenever there was a parade or special event, they'd call me to participate and they'd often want me to suggest some scouts to be featured. When I was contacted about John Glenn being at the Waldorf Astoria in New York City to recognize Eagle Scouts, the Cotto brothers were two of the scouts I selected. They got to meet John Glenn and take photos. It was a big deal. Their mom was so proud. Those photos were on her bedroom wall too. It had been many decades since I had last communicated with Gilbert and Elliot. They told me not only about their mom, but also how important scouting was to them personally. When they were teenagers, many of their friends who did not join scouting ended up joining gangs, and some even got arrested. They wanted me to know that their lives were better because of scouting, especially during those years when they could have taken a different path with some of their peers. They let me know that through the years, their parents would always give thanks to God for scouting and their leader, Mr. Carroll. That's what they called me back then. As I'm nearing my 80th birthday, it makes me feel good to know I have had a positive impact on people's lives, and it stretches back to when I was just a teenager. The Cotto brothers felt compelled to let me know about their mother the day they discovered the Father Joe bobblehead in her bed and thought about their experiences 60 years prior. We had some laughs on that call because they remembered I didn't let anyone off the hook then. While I like making things enjoyable, I took leadership seriously and was a strict scout leader. I was only a few years older than them, but I was firm. I didn't let anyone get away with not upholding the standards of being a Boy Scout. My own family would agree with this. You can ask my brother-in-law, Nick. My sister Peggy ended up marrying a guy named Nick who had been in my Boy Scout troop when he was a teenager. One time, I had organized for my troop to go on a camping trip out of town for a week during the summer. Early on in the trip, this guy and another kid disobeyed me and insulted me. I wasn't having any of that. I put them on a bus and sent them home, just like that. Well, the parents of one of the kids had planned a trip for themselves, 
as they expected their boy to be gone for a week. They had to cancel their vacation. They were not happy with me at first. His mom even said I was a thief because I robbed them of their vacation and they weren't able to get a refund. But that was not my problem. It wasn't my fault their son was disrespectful to his leader. The lesson needed to be learned. Then, years go by, and my sister ended up marrying him. We laugh about it now. In my conversation with the Cotto brothers, one Boy Scout trip we talked about that they remembered well was the 1960 National Boy Scout Jamboree in Colorado Springs, Colorado. That was my first of a handful of jamborees I attended over the years. It was also the year of the Boy Scout Golden Jubilee that celebrated 50 years of Boy Scouting. To attend that jamboree was a really big deal. That year, there were eight buses from our area that drove to Colorado Springs to attend. It was a big adventure for us all, especially since many of us from the Bronx had never been that far west in our lives. Talking about that trip and that time of my life in scouting brought back a lot of memories, many of which I hadn't thought of for years. It all reminded me how much scouting has always been a central part of who I am. I'm proud to be a Boy Scout for life. Like my family and my faith, scouting has been tremendously important to me and influenced many of my life decisions.